0: Hello everyone uh, and welcome to our midweek podcast from Avila Presbyterian Church. You're all very welcome as we uh, come together uh, for this time uh, to recognise God's promises in the Lord Jesus Christ, to know of his power and his glory in all that we may do. This is the first of our summer podcasts over uh, June, July and August. We're going to have special uh, summer podcasts uh, looking into different passages uh, in the Old Testament and recognising God's goodness to us throughout. Over June I'm going to be uh, taking the messages and I'm going to be looking particularly at the book of Exodus And how God rescues his people through the man of Moses. And as we think of this, I want to read these words from Psalm 90. A title on the psalm says, A Prayer of Moses, the Man of God. And it begins like this. Lord, you have been our dwelling place through all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Well, let us come uh, to God now in prayer as we recognise he the one everlasting. Heavenly Father, as we approach you, we recognise that you are the one Lord who is all-knowing, In the world, Lord, we find many different things out each day. We take wisdom and yet we can let it go so easily. But you are the one who is all-knowing and all-powerful. And Lord, we recognise as we bring our lives before you, you're aware of all that we may face. You are aware of all the things, Lord, that are going on in our lives. And so we long for you, Lord, to direct and guide us. Lord, there is no greater thing that could happen to us than to know of your gracious and loving hand upon us in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we come before you through these days Days that can be with great uncertainty. Days, Lord, that we do not know what way to turn from the next at times. But you're the one, Lord, who will speak powerfully through your word. And we ask, Lord, that you may help us to follow you. To know, Lord, of what it means to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. Lord, we are so aware, Lord, of our hearts that can wander so easily. We uh, can uh, be attracted to many things, Lord, that are not of you. And, Lord, we can recognize that this world uh, can consume us and take uh, our pleasures away so easily. And so we bring our lives before you through these days, seeking you, hungering, Lord, for your power and glory in all that we may do so we look to the person of Jesus. We look to who he is and what it means to follow him. And Lord, we pray that through this episode and other episodes, Lord, we may know of your hand upon us, of your spirit leading and guiding us, of the joy of the Son of God uh, that we may look to follow. Lord, we ask these things now in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to listen to our first item of praise now, uh, sung to us by John and Ray and his family Behold Our God. Oh yeah. come now uh, to God's word and over these next four weeks we're going to dip into uh, four different passages in the book of Exodus, recognising the God who rescues his people and uh, as we turn uh, at this stage uh, we're going to look at Exodus chapter 3 as we see uh, God speaking so powerfully to Moses, who he's going to use to free and rescue his people. Let us read Exodus chapter 3, and we're going to read verses 1 down to 14. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert, and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a burning bush. Moses saw that through the bush was though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought I will go over and see this strange sight. Why does the bush not burn up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. There he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of the slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, Amorites, the Parisianites, the Havites, the Jezubites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, And I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I, that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. And here we end the reading of God's word to us. Let us come to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we take time in your word now, as we recognize you, the God who rescues, the God who leads us in all that we may do, Lord, we thank you that you are the God who so powerfully shows us what it means to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. Lord, we come before you through these days and asking, Lord, as we take time in your Word now, we may recognize your part in our lives, leading us in the way you would have us go. In Jesus' name, Amen. In just this last Sunday. Uh, we were remembering the events of Pentecost and how the symbol of fire that came upon the Apostles indicated the beginning uh, of the story of the early church. It was a a defining moment in which uh, rather uh, than stay indoors uh, and huddle away the Apostles Uh, had God's power upon them to go out and proclaim his name. In this reading, we are looking at, we see a defining moment in the story of Moses and his faith in God. Here is a man who had quite a start in life. He being rescued and taken in by the royalty in Egypt. He was brought up as a prince of the land then, after making a terrible mistake and killing another person, he had to flee. He was taken in by a country family and in time marrying into the family. Moses must have thought that the rest of his life would be dwelling in the countryside looking after his father-in-law's stock. At the start of the passage, that is actually what he's doing. Then we are shown the experience that changes the course of the rest of Moses' life, as the living God shows himself to him in the form of this burning bush. And one of the most important conversations between the Lord and Moses is preserved for us here in Exodus 3, when Moses turns aside and wonders to see why a burning bush was not consumed by fire. Out of the bush came the voice of the Lord telling Moses that he had been chosen for this task in liberating the Israelites from slavery in Egypt. And throughout the rest of the story of Exodus, we see how God uses Moses to do this and to do more. In Moses' life, there are many things that are done by God. But let me just focus uh, very quickly on five uh, little things that God has done in Moses' life. Firstly, Moses was prepared by God. Moses was prepared by God for the task that he had chosen for him. There is a very small amount of information about Moses' life before the experience of the burning bush. Although, in this information, we see how God was preparing this man to lead his people. As we look at a a very quick review of the kind of preparation Moses had gone through, he had gone through this preparation for a leadership role under God. He was reared in Pharaoh's palace. He had been educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians. Uh, He had a, a foundation for almost any kind of career. Moses had effective further education. And God took him out of the activity and the noise of Egypt and placed him in the silence of the open spaces. He kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, tending the sheep. He learned lessons of meditation and observation that could only have learnt in the silence. And probably more importantly than anything else, Moses learned to know himself. That knowledge was part of God's preparation for the man and his future tasks. Through the experience of the burning bush, Moses was armed with the knowledge of the reality of the living God. He recognised that in all his early education, in all the time in Egypt, if he was to lean on his own self, he would not be able to do anything. It was God's plan that Moses should learn an overpowering sense of reverence in a dramatic person-to-person encounter with God. Moses could Moses's preparation could not be complete without such a meeting. And so in the space of the two chapters at the start of Exodus, we, we can see how God has prepared this man for leadership of his people. It is shown that even with this, this preparation, Moses was unwilling to accept God's call in his life straight away. If there was a reward for giving the best excuses, I'm sure Moses would have been in the running. Moses was aware of the enormity of the task that God was calling him to. And for a moment, the size of the task became bigger to Moses than the living God who had given it. What was the thing that changed this excuse making than to make him a true leader? Well, secondly, God revealed himself to Moses. It is fact that through the experience of the burning bush, Moses came to know the living God. In this passage, we can see that Moses had truly one-to-one contact with God. It was in this sense that Moses met God. He was a man experiencing the presence of God. To Moses, God was no longer an idea from history, but a living person willing to become involved in his creation. Moses left the burning bush, understanding that he had been speaking with God. It was through this conversation that he came to know about who God was and that was the most important thing to him. We see through this conversation that it wasn't all plain sailing. For Moses shared his own anxieties and fears to God and this would continue through all of Moses' life as he led God's people. But the first thing That Moses needed in order to follow God was for God to show himself to Moses. Moses didn't need to understand more about who he was. He needed to understand who God was that was calling him to this task. And thirdly then, uh, Moses was amazed by God we see in the next thing to happen was that Moses needed to see that God was greater than any other thing that he could face in his life. During Moses' life he would witness the great power of God. He would see how God would perform signs through him in front of Pharaoh. And even when Pharaoh's own uh, magic men tried to repeat those signs, God would show greater ones. Moses would see how God would bring the great Egyptian power to their knees and the Israelites would be free. Moses would see how God would split the sea in order for him and his people to escape, then close it up again over the Egyptians. In Exodus 15, we have recorded for us a song that Moses and the people sang when all this happened, showing how great they had seen God to be. And then after this in the wilderness, again Moses witnessed how God feeds his people from bread of heaven and water from rocks. These are only some of the examples of the many things that Moses witnessed of God's greatness. In order for Moses to be used by God, he first needed to be amazed by God. And this happened again and again throughout his life. And so, fourthly, Moses was used by God. What did God use Moses for? As we look closely at Moses' life, we see the thing that God used Moses for was to show his people who God was. Just think of the situation that Moses uh, came into. When God began to deal personally with him, Israel as the nation had been in Egypt for 400 years. The Israelites were crushed in spirit under their slavery. They were exposed to the idolatry that marked the lives of their masters. And before God could do anything for his chosen people, he had to demonstrate to them the kind of God he was and is. Israel was not expecting very much from God. In their discouragement and ignorance, the people had come to hold too low a view of God. What Moses did was show the people who God really was and what he was capable of doing. Not only did Moses witness many amazing things of God, but he also showed others who God was. The thing that we learn about God uh, are never to be kept to ourselves. As we recognise who God is, we will continue long to share that with others. And so lastly, Moses was also won by God. In all of the amazing things that Moses did for God, one thing remains most important. Moses was a man who was won over by God. Through the experience of the burning bush, through the leading of God's people out of Egypt, Moses followed obediently the words of God. Now why did God single out Moses and perform his will through him? The answer is plain. By his own choice, Moses was God's man. Moses chose to be God's man. God had made his first choice, but Moses agreed to it. Moses made his decision to be God's man, God's servant and God's friend. God had forsaken, the Moses had forsaken the luxurious courts of Pharaoh in Egypt. He had put himself in the way of the encounter with God. He deliberately had chosen the spiritual treasures from the hand of God above than anything else in this world could offer. And this point is the most important for us as we look at Moses' life. For it is a point that all our things flow from. We can be prepared by God for a great task, yet decide to follow something else. We can see God in a wonderfully clear moment and an experience that is awesome and majestic. Yet then we can just spend the rest of our lives looking to recapture the same experience again. We can be amazed by God in some way, yet also we can let ourselves be amazed by many other things in life also. We can be used by God in some marvelous way, yet then think that it is enough and in the end fall away from God. But one thing that we can see from Moses' story is that he was truly won over by God. After the experience of the burning bush, he looked to follow God obediently through the rest of his life. And this is the thing that sustained him in his life of faith. Moses, in Moses God seen a man who was willing to obediently follow him through all the peaks and uh, dips in life. It is only when we surrender ourselves into the hands of God, that we can be truly used by him. And this happens as we look forward uh, to the New Testament. We see uh, one who was perfect in every way, sent into this world for us. Are you truly won over by the name of Jesus? It's Jesus, the one that you are following through your lives. Because as you do that, you will truly be amazed by the things of God. You will see God for the fullness of who he is. You will have that sense of God preparing you for things. And be used by God in many ways that you can never imagine before. But the first place to start is to say, do you know the person of Jesus? Are you won over by him? That in what you do in life, is he the one that you look to honour and follow? We come uh, to recognise many defining moments that may happen in our lives, just like Moses here at the burning bush but the greatest of these will always be that moment in which we decide to follow Jesus to recognise his power and glory in all that we may do. Let us come to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God who speaks so powerfully through your word. And Lord, we thank you uh, that you are the one, Lord, who may guide and direct us Lord, we give you thanks that in the name of Jesus we can truly be won over by you. We can truly see what it means to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. And so we pray, help us focus our eyes on Jesus this day and know his power and glory in all that we may do. In Jesus' name we ask that. Amen. Let us uh, listen to another item of praise, again sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family, Christ, our hope in life and death. It's we come to the end uh, of our podcast let us come to god again in prayer for others as we just take this time uh, to gather in jesus name and to recognize the many needs uh, in the world uh, in our lives uh, uh, for uh, bring them to god heavenly father we thank you uh, that you're a god lord who is interested in our lives and all that we may do And Lord, we bring before you our world through these days. In the many things that are happening, Lord, we want to pray for peace. We want to pray for wisdom in how we understand what is happening. We want to pray, Lord, that we may seek to honour you through all that we may face and all that happens. And Lord, we want to lift up before you those who are dealing with ill health through these days lord we pray for your hand upon them that they may know of what it means to rest in you that they may know lord of what it means uh, to receive um, a sense of your presence with them in all that they may do lord we pray for clarity uh, uh, for conditions uh, that are, are still uh, lord uh, unsolved We pray, Lord, uh, for a sense of protection uh, for many, Lord, who are fearful about their health and about the future. And Lord, we ask that through these days, uh, we have a a real sense uh, of being able to come together again in your name. And knowing, Lord, that joy it is to meet with you. Lord, we want to lift up before you our country through these days also. We pray for leadership. Lord, we pray for that understanding of what it means to honour you uh, through all, Lord, uh, that we uh, may be doing. And Lord, through these days, we continue to lift up our young people, asking, Lord, that there is that awareness of what it means to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. To know of your power and your glory in in all the things that we may meet this day. Help us, Lord, know of that greatness of who you are. And to understand, Lord, that through our lives, the greatest thing that can be done is to seek and to follow you. Lord, we ask all these things now in the great and the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well thank you for listening everyone Uh, and may you know uh, God's rich blessing through this week ahead and we look forward uh, to the coming Sunday when we meet again at 11am in our church. Let us finish with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us this day and forevermore. Amen.